Welcome to the unnamed official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Nichols. Oh, my gosh. What? What did you say? <laughs> Try it again. Welcome to the uh, official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Nichols, and with me is Nick Gunning. That's me. And uh, that's the second time because I got my own name wrong the first time. Hey, Nick. Hi. How are How you? How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. All right. We're, uh, we're coming to you live here from the Monday Club room of the David A. Howe Welcome to episode 274, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library, named for hundreds of episodes. Yeah. I'm Eric Mickles, known online as Dusk versus Tweak. You, oh, you, do I often say that? No, I never say that here. You're doing oh, all gosh. the wrong things, and you didn't even say the name of the show. Just like the beginning of the first episode, which we heard before the music. <laughs> I did not plan on that. That's right. the best part about it. You didn't mean to mess that intro up. It just happened. Okay, hold on. Episode... It's, it's nice to know that we're true to ourselves all these years later. 274 yes. of the All the Books show. Yeah. The official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. I'm Eric Mickles. I'm Nick Gunning. Good job. That was the yeah. one. Let's keep that one. Let's oh. print the second one. This is the penultimate episode of the All the Books show. You've known this was coming. Don't listeners, please. You've known this was coming. Today we're just going to be uh, we're going to be taking a sentimental journey. We're going to be looking at uh, some of our favorite episodes. Eric, are you ready? Do you have a tissue handy? Yeah. Oh wait, who's that? I didn't get my invite. Is that Smarticus? I no one no one invited me. Smarticus. Hey, do I you... was at my. I heard about this and I said they won't do it without me. I... I'm not trying to criticize you. I'm just wondering if you remember that I'm the one who does the Smarticus voice or if you if that's uh-huh. been lost to the ages. That's, no, I know you do. You do. You remember. Voice. Okay. That's why I thought it'd be even more surprising. It is funny. It is funny. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, let's let's take a journey through the ages. of this the show i'm actually the one who does the nick voice yeah you do a yeah. very good job you do a really yeah. good job actually yeah so this is me talking like hi everybody i'm eric we're talking about books and this is nick oh uh, me turn pages that's mean <laughs> all right well we're 275 episodes that's that's the goal here for numbered episodes but when you look at it we're gonna we're gonna squeak out an even 300 and you, you consider all of the off the books episodes so wow. that's pretty exciting you know how our, our syndication price has tripled yes Yes, they did. Too bad we're just so timely. That's right. I w- <laughs> What's this election they're talking That's about? That's a good syndication joke. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give you a couple of notable events throughout the history of the podcast, but I thought maybe I would start with a top 10 list of our most popular episodes of all time. I wonder, have you looked at this lately? Do you have any idea what some of the popular ones are? No, oh, I mean, it's the, uh, gosh, I don't remember what the last one. It was always the Neil Gaiman one. Uh-huh. And the Welcome to the 60s one. Okay. And the Julius Spencer Fleming interview were like the high ones for You're a while. You're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good. All right. Here's so. the top 10. Number 10, we have episode 228, our 2020 page to screen episode. Oh, uh, yeah. I always love those page to screen episodes. People like them. Yeah. It's always They don't fun like to the see. actual movies when they come out. No. Like the Goldfinch. Rarely. Rarely do they. And this year, I mean... Did any of those 2020 page to screen movies actually Gosh, happen? Yeah, <laughs> Pe- people would love a bad page to screen. So I doubt it. Right I doubt it. Uh, at number nine, we have episode 245, the Star Wars Day Book Club, which features guest star Amanda Smith. We were yeah, talking. I'm not even on it. 
You're on that episode. No, we do. I'm you, there for. I'm there for the raps. You do the. I'm, yeah, I'm part of the frame story. Yeah, that was your. That was your week off. People were tuning in for the Amanda Smith solo. Yeah, segment. that's what. What they the wanted. heck? We were covering that Alan Dean Foster book, The Approaching Storm, which is very relevant now mm-hmm. because Alan Dean Foster oh sort gosh. of locked into it with Disney at the moment. So he got he got screwed out of royalties when uh, Disney bought Star Wars. Yeah, that's pretty much. They what said it they bought like. the rights, but not the contracts. Yeah. Number eight is episode forty-eight. All the books mm-hmm. beyond the Star Trek spotlight, which features an early appearance from one of our regular guests, my little brother, mm-hmm. Stephen Van Valkenburg. Yeah. At number seven, we have number 90 episode 90 the 90s best decade ever also featuring my little brother steve it did yeah 90s episode yes it did yep where he would have been like five years old when that that year was he's a product from the 90s he was born in 1993 oh my gosh so So he was like he was seven years old yeah at the turn of the century yeah and and we had him on that episode being like hey do you remember this no we sure did we sure did Number six is an off-the-books episode. It's our interview with Michael Nesmith of The Monkees. Though we yeah. uh, we talked, we were talking about his book, The Long Sandy Hair of Neptune Zamora, yeah. which I read in record time <laughs> because of the quickness of that interview. Don't you mean uh, vinyl time? <laughs> ah, you card. Number yeah. five is episode number 60, Welcome to the 60s. Yeah, I have a theory about that. I think people are looking for the song from... From Hairspray. Hairspray, welcome to the 60s. You know what? Click on this and they're like, what the heck? I'll take it. Who are these two jamokes? I'll take it. You played a few minutes of it, or a few seconds of it in that episode. On my phone. Yeah, Yeah. they got what they wanted. (laughs) Number four is another. Hey, Mama, hey, Mama, what you been reading? (laughs) Uh, Number four is another off the books episode. It's Ant Man and Ranking the MCU. This is one of our fair Uh, episodes. Yeah, this one sounds like we we did it like in a productive farm at the time. (laughs) They were like, yeah, get those horses out there. That's true. Where are my cows? We were tucked away and we. Where are my truffle pigs? (laughs) We had to keep stopping because which was yeah. fine it's what we were there for but we had to keep stopping so that people oh, we could talk start. to people yeah. and every start was like all right what were we talking about i was like true. i don't know i think we're on guardians yeah. of the galaxy yeah. one i'm just thankful that was an era of the podcast where you were doing the majority of the editing because that must oh. have been a bear to make make sense but it worked out because it's one of our yeah. most popular episodes number three you called it take five with julia spencer fleming yeah. this episode was fun and it was terrifying because Julie Spencer Fleming was... So I had met her at a conference a few years earlier, and we talked about her doing something at the library sometime. This was a few years after that, that we finally made it work, and she was coming, and we decided we were going to do the podcast live in the auditorium with Julia, like up in front of a crowd, which we'd never done before. And at the last minute, you had to you had to go out of town for a funeral. And so I had to do this one by myself. And at this point, because this is episode 85, at this point, I never touched the technology oh, part of the yeah. podcast. I just sat down and put headphones on and answered your questions. You know, I was terrified that I was going to mess this up, that it wasn't going to record. In fact, I set my phone on the desk and recorded it that way, just in case I screwed something up. It made me very nervous. But yes, this was our first time interviewing somebody in front of a, a live audience and maybe the one that got the best response. I mean, she she was a lot of fun and the audience seemed to really enjoy that one. So, mm-hmm. yes, take five with Julia Spencer Fleming. Number three. Number two, Spotlight on Neil Gaiman, featuring yeah. our friend and music maestro Ben Lehman. Mm-hmm. Lehman on Gaiman. Yeah, we should have called it that. I don't <laughs> know what really I was doing have. back then. Oh, my gosh. What a mistake yeah. that was. Yeah. 
our number one, our most popular episode of all time. Do you know? I bet you know this. It, it's it's an off the books episode. It we did a three episode series about music we listened oh, to while we read. Oh, it's the overclocked remix playlist That's episode. Right. That's right. And Eric put together. It's a long one. It's a long episode. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Eric put together this super long episode of all of his favorite overclock remix, like video game music remix uh, tracks. Yeah. And we just listened to him and listened to them and commented on them and everything. And mm-hmm. that is, I mean, it dwarfs the Neil Gaiman episode. <laughs> I think it, it's like double what the Gaiman episode is. But I'm glad people yeah. like it. It was it was an atypical episode. It was fun because it was part of the music we listened to while we read. So Ben Lehman was in like part one. Yes, about yeah things that we were reading. Yep, he he was he was over at my house, yeah. and then the second part was me interviewing one of the members of Overclock Remix, yeah. Lion Tamer. Yeah, Larry O'Jean. Um, yes, and then the third one. Yeah, it, and I remember telling you like Nick, I added too many songs. The episode's like <laughs> two and a half. I'm gonna take some out. You're like, I think if people are already in there past the 90 minute mark, they're just gonna go all yeah. the way. Yeah. The Larry OG one is interesting because that's the only thing that we ever recorded that I wasn't like anywhere near it. I'm only in the raps no, for that, that one. And you did that all by yourself. At my house at like 1 a.m. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's an I was just downstairs nights. in my own like computer room, being like, "And how else do you make video game music?" Now, the Overclock Remix episode is that where you got the idea to do your Radio sixty four podcast? No, it was later. I mean, I thought it would be fun, but yeah, it was still later. Uh-huh. Listening to the music in my own car and being like, oh, "You know what? This is free. Yeah, this is all free. We could just do this." Yeah, the Overclock Remix playlist episode has more listens than my Overclock Remix show ever had <laughs> that's insane maybe Great. over its entire lifetime oh wow yeah it's a yeah. popular one definitely holy moly as i recall uh, yeah. we got a lot of nice responses from the musicians who were actually doing the mixing and stuff just complimenting on yeah, the episode yeah and one of the really the radio war was uh listened and i had talked about how that song like got me through a bad time and he was like whoa that's so cool so yeah that was fun do you have uh, before we get into I have a, so I have a list here of like some milestone events over the course of the All the Book Show, but I'm curious what are a couple of your favorite episodes that we've done? Wow, Uh gosh, there was one where I ended up in tears. Was it because of Smarticus? Was it the very first Smarticus <laughs> where I said something like, "You can't, you can't go to war, you won't survive in battle." And Smarticus was like, "You don't know, you don't know that." <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I feel like after episode 100. Where we did a scripted little yeah, radio a big drama. Crossover. Yeah, we had to retire the characters. <laughs> of all of our recurring characters. And it was like, that was really sort of the last time most of them made regular mm-hmm. appearances. That's really funny to think about, like, how much that's changed. Yes. But at the all very right, so... beginning, it was very much like, we got to create a lore. We got to yeah. create characters it's with true. personality. I and know. then, like, 100 episodes in, like, this seems detrimental <laughs> to building new audiences. <laughs> like, now who's this yeah. person like, listening? Who's Brando Sando? Who's that? I don't understand that. Is that like Brandon Sanderson? <laughs> he sounds like a computer, though. Uh, Brando Sando's the computer. Brando Sando had, yeah, and it was Elton. Elton. Yeah. Elton and Brando Sando. Yeah, in their time traveling book would travel around to different uh, eras. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't remember the beginning of that. All right. So you, one. you like early Smarticus. I, I had a ton yeah. of fun with the Battlefield Earth episode. 
Oh, my word. Yeah, well, that's because you weren't the one listening to the Battlefield Earth be described in intimate detail. (laughs) That was, I mean, that was a great one-two punch. We did that because on on your Three Nice Things podcast, we were going to do the movie, and I wanted to read the book first. And I ended up, like, weirdly liking the book and despising the movie, which is not uncommon with the movie. But right, but yeah, the first so much episode so that on three nice things, you're like, and here's another thing that's different. And I, I don't think any, I don't think people start with the book when they complain yeah. about yep. the movie. Yeah, I think the book is the farthest thing from their mind. But you were like, uh, actually, <laughs> did uh, what about works this way? <laughs> interviews? Did you have a favorite interview or a couple that we did? I mean. A lot of the interviews are fun. I mean, talking to Steve Englehart was cool. Yeah. Talking to, like, all the comic book interviews were yeah. very cool. But, I mean, the Joe Haldeman one is one of those weird ones that, like, I'm sh- kind of shocked it happened. It feels kind of uh, strange to think, like, oh, I talked to the guy who yeah. wrote Forever War. Yep. I interviewed this person. Yeah, that's definitely the one that I feel like I have a good amount of bragging rights. It's like I have the bragging rights for in like the geekdom. I got Joe Haldeman. Yeah. And then like comic book ones like Steve Englehart and uh, Jam DeMatteis. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I, I've enjoyed so many of the interviews. You're right. Every time it's a, it's a entertaining experience. I'm sure the Mike Nesmith one is the one that's like most mind melting. That's you. certainly the one that's most shocking. Like every once in a while, like the monkeys will come on or like a Nez tune. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah, I just sat down and had a half hour conversation with this man. Yeah, I feel like I know, but I there's a lot that I there's a lot that I really enjoyed. I mean, the um, oh, the Shazam one we did with Elliot S. Magan. I mean, Magan wrote so many of my favorite comic books as we were a kid in a in a Superman episode that we did all the books v Superman. I talked a bunch about Magan's Superman work. So I honestly feel like that was the one that I was the most nervous about, like maybe even more than the Nesbeth one, just because it was like so connected to my childhood, you know, that that one ended up being one that I was like, whoa, you know. Yeah. But in more recent times, I love the chat we had with Justina Ireland. She was just so mm-hmm. fun and so open like that. That was a really cool interview. Uh, I yeah. love talking Shazam and, and the Lucy show and Rockford Files and stuff with John yeah. Davey. That was super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly, there's, there's not, a, not one that I would point to and be like, oh, that's the bad one. You know, it's just been a really yeah. interesting experience talking to all these different uh, authors and artists. Just, uh, yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to put it to words just because it's such a, such an unusual thing to do. I feel like we're really lucky to yeah. have gotten the chance to do that. I really enjoyed the ALA travels episode where we did a travelogue. Uh, yeah. With me, yeah. Re- me recording yeah. from the top of the, uh, Space Needle and you recording from the bottom of it. Yeah, you know, for sure. <laughs> That's really fun. That was really fun. But I mean, it's it's insane. It's insane to look at, you know, 300 episodes, including all the off the books episodes. You could listen to the all the books show basically for 12 and a half days straight, start to finish mm-hmm. before you ran out of content. It's insane. Yeah, it's completely insane. Any Do other... that instead of traveling for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that, that's a good recommendation that I can get behind. <laughs> all right. Let me take you in some notable firsts, Eric. Are you ready? Oh my gosh. Yeah. The very first episode, Thinning the Turkey Herd, we recorded that in the Monday Club room. Yeah. Of the library. And this was after, like, when I'd started at the library, the idea of doing a podcast, like, really appealed to me, but I didn't know how to do it. And so when you mm-hmm. were hired, it seemed like, I mean, you knew how to do it. You know, we, we had that camaraderie and it just sort of, like, happened. And we really kind of jumped in before we had before we had a name before we had any any of that kind of stuff we just sort of started with the conversation and it's funny because when you listen to that first episode which i just did uh before we started this in some ways it's very similar 
You know, like the, mm-hmm. the tone of the conversation is similar. My wife heard part of it and was like, oh, what's that? She says that we don't yet have our radio voices, you know, that mm-hmm. we're sort of just like chatting in a room somewhere, which is which is probably right. true. <laughs> we were definitely just chatting in a room somewhere. <laughs> but that first episode was also our first Lonely Hearts book club, which mm-hmm. we were sort of thinking that that was going to be an almost every episode kind of thing at the yeah. beginning. Do you remember that? Yeah. So Thinning the Turkey Herd was by Robert Campbell, and that was the first one that we that we read segments from trying to decide if like it was they had made the good choice, the people of Wellsville, by not checking yeah. it out. Eric, uh, I have a surprise for you. <gasps> Is it my first kiss? No. Yesterday I read Thinning the Turkey Herd cover to cover. Oh my gosh. I did it. <laughs> wow. After five years of the All the Book Show lore around Thinning the Turkey Herd, I sat down. I read all of Jimmy's exploits, chasing uh-huh. these uh, being a man. murderer of models. Yep, yeah, and he's not gonna cry. He's a man. This is uh, no, that's a different one. Oh, that's right. He's a You're man. Right. Yeah, that's that I'm one. Confused. I don't remember what that one's called, but that yeah, that's a different one. And I am sad to report that it kind of sucks. Oh yeah, thinning the turkey herd. But I also sort of you, you couldn't tell that from <laughs> I broke our episode. <laughs> I broke the sanctity of the All the Book Show Lonely Hearts Book Club because I did check it out. It's no longer mm-hmm. a Lonely Hearts yeah. book because it it is in my possession. And well, I had out. checked out the Wolfen, so that's true. Yeah. The thing with this book is that it does nothing to like bring you in if you haven't read the series before. Like it makes references to things that happen in Hip Deep and Alligators. Thinning was oh right, I, gosh, Thinning wasn't the first. No, one. it wasn't the first book. But it's oh, not like gosh. it's not on the cover. It's like book three or something like that. It's it's sort mm-hmm. of presented as a standalone. But there right. was like zero character work, nothing. Right. And there was a whole. I mean, there's some good misdirection with like crooked politicians and things. But I was kind of thinking, what if I love this book? Like, what if this becomes a like a series that I follow? Your new but, favorite series? Yeah, no. this is your Jack Reacher. No, it's not. Uh, it's not going to be. <laughs> Yeah. So now I can say that I've read Thinning the Turkey Herd. <laughs> Don't feel you have to do it. I'm not going to. I okay. read The Wolfen. Oh, that's right. You did I read never the took uh, Blake's Therapy off my to-read list, though. Yeah. So who knows? Yep. That weird Crichton-esque psychosexual yep. novel that we were like, the crap is this book about? I know. That's for sure. Speaking of Crichton, our first ever author spotlight happened in episode two, and that was Michael Crichton. Wow. The first of many Crichton episodes that we've done, because we did yeah. we did that we did the posthumous releases we did uh, Jurassic Paul where we talked about Jurassic Park and Paul McCartney, we did um, oh Odds On do you remember Odds On? Mm-hmm. We read Michael Crichton's debut novel, which was basically just softcore porn. <laughs> yes, do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, a single floor hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now for the first three episodes, we just said the I think I think each time you say the unnamed official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. It's not until book or episode four, A Babbling Brook of Nonsense, that we actually use the name The All the Book Show. Mm-hmm. So that happens right there. Our first guest on The All the Book Show, do you remember who it was? It was Michelle Lavoie. That's right. Michelle Lavoie, who's now the director of the only public library, was our director when we started. And to her credit, she was always very supportive of us doing a podcast, as was the board. Mm-hmm. So she really yeah. thought it was a cool idea and was happy to be on. And that was a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, that was the uh, that was the Joyce Carol Oates spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. So that was episode six. Yep. Because for six episodes, we were basically a Joyce Carol Oates that's true. podcast. Until she came. Yeah. In October. Yeah. It, that's really I've been reading we Joyce Carol Oates. Joyce Carol Oates will be here soon. I also <laughs> read some Joyce Carol Oates. Here she comes. I mean, it was crazy. It was such a huge deal, you know? Like, it was such yeah. a... 
Like it was like almost a hail mary to like get. Yeah, now it's old hat. Now it's like, all right, we've got this person coming. You can show up next time. It's like the we say it for like the last minute of the episode. Uh, Joyce Carol's Oates was like a seven episode lead up. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, Yeah. there's a difference between uh, Force Awakens and then The Last Jedi in terms of (laughs) how much you need to market. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So Joyce Carol Oates was your Force Awakens. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Uh, and uh, you—that's when you read Jack of Spades, which always Jack pops up in your Halloween list. So that yeah. it had a lasting impact. Yeah. The first episode with a theme song. Do you remember how far we got before we had the theme? No. All right. It a was while? episode ten. I thought it was oh, longer too, but episode ten playing favorites. That's where has we the list theme song. our ten favorite books each. Yep. And which, when you th- you say that, you're like, oh yeah, we'll just each list our favorite ten books. And then you're like, oh wait, that's twenty books each. This episode is so long. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's true. Yeah, I remember the James Bond episode you had to cut way down yes. because that was like I remember your a wife not being so happy with how long we talk about James Bond in that episode. <laughs> so She's like, great, talking James Bond for true. almost two hours, You're huh? right, yep. I, I think wish it, that wasn't my life normally. I truly think it was longer than two hours, but... <laughs> yeah, so episode 10 is when we first get music from Ben Lehman. Put a pin on that, though, because we got a little more on that in a minute. The first appearance of my little brother, Stephen Van Valkenburg, came in episode 20 with a spotlight on John Grisham. And that was, I was trying to remember how many episodes Steve has been on, and I never can remember. Seven? Eight? Something like that. Something like that. I think he is our most recurring guest at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think we actually still have Steve on the line. So hold on just a minute. Stephen Van Valkenburg, are you still there? I am indeed. Now, you were last on in episode 209, Summer of Concerts, and you've just been holding on the other line ever since then. Is that right? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. I'm not what you do these days. Wow. That, uh, that is patience. That is patience, and I, I love that. Let's talk a little bit about episode 209, because that was one where you and I had some harrowing concert-going experiences. Do you remember this? I've maybe tried to repress some of the memories. Yes, we saw a very confusing Brian Wilson and Al Jardine concert, where Al Jardine was great, and... Brian Wilson was there occasionally. Yes, but Al Jardine was very good. He was. He really was. That's true. And actually, I went and downloaded a bunch of his uh, his only solo album we had on Freegal at the time, and I got a bunch of those tracks because of that concert and because of how much I liked Al Jardine. I actually really like that album myself. Yeah, it's fun. Do you remember what that's called? Postcards from California, I that's think. That's it. Yeah, I knew it was something sunny like that. The other concert we talked about on that episode was when we saw the Marshall Tucker Band in Zor right here in Wellsville oh, over at over at Trout Run, which the whole night, the whole night was fraught with, with problems. I mean, first of all, we didn't know that we could just bring food, so we didn't bring food, and I was starving, and there was only, like, pepperoni pizza, which I couldn't eat. And that was, like, the first time you had driven that red truck that you just got. We drove it to Trout Run, and then we got settled in, loved Zor. We thought Zor was great. Yep, they were awesome. Marshall Tucker Band was better left in our memories, I think. I would say so. But the real notable part about that was how your truck basically just burst into flames as we were driving home. For all intents and purposes, yes. I mean, smoke just billowing out. We barely got it off the road. And then it just pretty much died. But luckily it died at a, at a repair shop. So that worked out all right. That was like a one in a million shot. We coasted right into the driveway of, a, of, of an auto repair yes, shop. Yes, we did. Playing that in a million years. No, we could not have, and we we had it all for the all the book show. So that was that was episode two hundred nine. At that point, though, you'd been on the show many times. Do you remember your very first appearance? 
I believe my very first episode was the Star Trek Spotlight. Actually, no. That was that one was that was an oh. early that was an early appearance, but it was Grisham. It was John Grisham. Oh yeah, yep, it was. I forgot. Yep, we did. That was we a did while that. back. It was a long time ago. A long time ago. It was episode twenty. So yes, wow. many many years ago at this point. I remember we were upstairs in what's now the teen loft, but what then was just kind of a storage space, chatting the about golden years of the audiobooks. So. That's right. Yeah, chatting about John Grisham. Do you remember much? I mean, I th- you've told me <laughs> that you sort of cringed going back and listening to those early episodes. Does that still hold true for you? I mean, it's been a hot minute since I've listened to it, but it certainly was the case in the past. <laughs> I'm trying to remember all the episodes that, we, that we've done, because you're in two of the top ten. Uh, our top ten oh, includes well. both uh, the 90s episode, 90s Best Decade Ever, and the one you mentioned, the, all the books beyond, the Star Trek Spotlight. Um, but I know you did Michael Connolly with us. You did Lemony Snicket. Who else? Lee Child. We did the Jack Reacher one together. And, of course, who could forget the James Patterson? I've tried. <laughs> I uh, think... Michael, I've Michael Crichton as well. Crichton? Oh, yeah, that's the... right. Yeah. Yeah. What What were we talking about? The, his posthumous book. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I hadn't read Dragon Teeth at that point, but we were talking about, like, Micro and Pirate's Latitude, right? Yes. That was a fun one. You know, I've since read Dragon's Teeth, and I think it's actually really good. So if you haven't read that one, you should oh, really? pick it up. Yeah, and I know I'm we. Right ha- I'm always a fan. We do have it on audiobook. It's a very different kind of Crichton, but I thought it was definitely worth the read. Now we need to clear up a, a fact here because in episode 48, the all the books Star Trek Spotlight. Before we started recording, you said the book that you really couldn't stand was uh, The Children of Hamlin, and then when we were recording the episode, and I asked you your favorite Star Trek book. You didn't look at your notes, and the only thing you could remember was Children of Hamlin. So you said your least favorite was your favorite. Do you regret that decision? Every second of my life, Nick. <laughs> so what is your favorite Star Trek The Next Generation book? At that time, I would have had to said Immortal Coil. Okay. This is a data-centric story. Who's sure. my favorite character. You, you do love data, yes. I plan to revisit that book in the near future. I remember okay. really liking it. All right. Do you remember... I mean, what, what were you... Were you nervous coming on that first episode, the Grisham episode? Was that, like, scary for you? Or you were just ready to do it? How do you feel? I mean, I had read a lot of Grisham, so I felt like I knew the stuff, but I I didn't really feel super prepared to have, like, an interview. It's not something <laughs> I've ever really done before. But I had a good time with it. Uh-huh. I think after the fact, I thought of things I'd do differently, but I enjoyed it while I was doing it. One of Eric's least favorite, it was probably the Lee Child spotlight that we did. Um, but for you, I remember the trauma of reading all of those James Patterson books in rapid oh. succession. Can you speak to us about that a little bit? Nobody can say I didn't do my due diligence. Oh, on my gosh. James Patterson you went above and beyond the call of duty. You went above and beyond oh. what is recommended for human consumption oh. because you read Man. so many of those Women's Murder Club books. I don't know why I didn't stop myself. I'm I don't either. <laughs> Frankly, I was I, worried about I you. Eric have. was too. It took a toll on me, man. I know it did. I know. But uh, yeah, I don't. It's just not for me. I, yeah. I really wanted to like them, and it just kept getting less likely by the word. I mean, I will say they're very readable, okay. and you know what you're gonna get. Well, yeah. But I just saying they're very readable, and you know what you're gonna get should just be stamped on every James Patterson book, because I mean, that's they stamped on all of his checks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Uh, do you have, I've been asking people, do you, do you have a favorite episode, not including the ones you were in? Just just one as a listener that you enjoyed the most. I, I enjoyed the um, Mike Nesmith episode with the interview with him. Oh, oh yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So off the you know, beaten path of it what was. you guys normally do. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. 
And you're not even, um, I mean, you're not even a Nesmith or a Monkees fan, really. I mean, I'm nowhere near your level, but well, I enjoy a good Nesmith album. Okay, in there. all right, all right. But it was interesting, it wasn't about his music at all, but I was still fascinated the entire time. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's certainly one of my favorites. That was that was one of the more surreal things we've done, definitely. Yeah, just chatting with one of the Monkees like you do. I know, yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. I assume you're still waiting on Paul McCartney to return your email. Yes, it won any day now. Well, how about of the episodes that you were on for the show? Which which one did you have the best time doing? Well, I think the '90s episode covered so many things that were like good memories for me and oh, yeah. things I wanted to discover that I hadn't really been a part of at the time. Uh huh. That one was quite a lot of fun to be a part of. Okay. Well, Steve, thanks for taking one last trip here to the All the Book Show with us. It was always fun having you on. And we covered a lot of ground, and you read a lot of books on our behalf, some terrible, some fun. Uh, is there is there a book that you discovered because of the All the Books show that you ended up really liking? I'm not sure I would have ever actually read Micro, a posthumous Crichton one. Okay. But it was honestly a great, great book that I'm really glad I picked up. It is really good. I'm kind of surprised that's not like a, a movie or like really like a like a you know a, a miniseries or something. I feel like it's a could... genuinely scary book at times. Yeah, I mean it's basically like if Honey I Shrunk the Kids was rated R is kind of what it comes yeah. down to in that episode. So, all right, well, Steve, again. Uh, thanks for all the time you've you've uh, joined us on the podcast. It was my pleasure. I've been a fan for all these years, and <laughs> I thank you for everything you've done. All right. See you in the future. See ya. He's still such a problem. <laughs> I know. And I try to talk to him, but, you know, he just... To this uh, day. <laughs> you cannot believe the amount of smoke that came out of that car on the way back from yeah. that Marshall Tucker band concert. It was... Yeah. Uh, I, my he's whole life flashed before my eyes. He's a volatile uh, entity in the yeah. podcast world. You're right. You're right. He's a real rabble rouser. You've had yeah. Steve on three nice things as well. We did to talk about uh, Bulletproof Monk. Bulletproof Monk. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. The first episode we recorded off-site was episode 21, which was All the Books Nights. That was at your house. Was it? No, I think the first one was your house, and the second one was mine. Didn't I think it was your house? I think we were at your house, and we were talking uh, Rainbow Rowl. No, this one wasn't Rainbow Rowl. This was like oh, I don't even remember. This was this was a hidden gems. It was a hidden gems episode. Huh? Because you pulled at some sci-fi. House. Yeah, you pulled some sci-fi off your shelf. We did talk Rainbow Rowl at my house. We the Captain mm-hmm. Marvel episode was at my house. Uh, our first comic book episode was episode number 30, Batman v. All the Books. And we oh, do have yeah. a special guest with a with a poignant story connected to that episode. So, so put a pin in that for a minute as well. We followed Batman v. All the Books with All the Books v. Superman. Superman. All the v. Superman, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I talked about the Magan comics that I liked. Boy, I had a bad time at that movie. Yeah, it was not a good, not a good experience. Definitely not. No. <laughs> our first off the books episode came in October of 2016 with our second major author visit with Alexander McCall Smith. We did a special episode that just sort of recounted. Oh yeah, you the interviewed events. him in like the hotel room. Well, we did, but he's not on the episode. Like he and I did like chat oh. and have breakfast and stuff, but I didn't record any of right. it. So we recorded this recap just yeah. to sort of fill it out and tell everybody like how it went. Right. It went. Uh, I it guess went in very my mind, fun. I imagined you being like a uh, a Rolling Stone correspondent meeting the star in the hotel room <laughs> and like, what do you think of people saying that you're the Beyonce of novels? You know, I think you're thinking of Naomi Shihab Nye because I did interview Naomi that Shihab Nye right. like yeah. in the faculty lounge at Houghton College as I people were like walking little... in and out. 
that giant radio recorder yeah. attached to your belt on your hip and you're holding yeah. that long yeah. stick microphone. That's exactly how it went. Yep. <laughs> what do you have? What message do you have for young people like me trying to make a difference out there? <laughs> well, you know, uh, episode 51, the spotlight on Neil Gaiman, our, our most, well, our second most popular uh, episode uh-huh. of all time was also the first appearance of Ben Lehman, though with him playing the oh. music every week, it often feels like he's here. Hmm. But uh, I talked to Ben a little bit about the music and how it came to be because he and I had never really had that conversation. And it was interesting to hear some of the things that uh, that went into it. So let's take a listen. Ben, are you there? I am here. Yes. Welcome aboard. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me. Were you excited to learn? Pleasure. Well, yeah, we always love having you. Were you excited to learn that your Neil Gaiman episode is our highest listened to episode ever? <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say excited. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. That's that's 400 plus people that had to listen to me ramble. But <laughs> did you? Uh, so... No, no. That's uh, it's, it's a good feeling. I'm I'm very happy to be a part of this. I I uh, never can remember how many times you've been on the show. I mean, because we talk about you constantly. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We're always like Ben, play the music. You know, so it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you've been the, there most of the time but the, uh, the looming presence yeah 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 i know eric's made several comics over the years that you're always just quietly in the corner with your guitar <laughs> <laughs> waiting for one of us hi, to hi point guys. to yeah pretty I'm much <laughs> so was that episode 51 the neil gaiman spotlight was that the first time you were ever on any podcast ever absolutely and okay. honestly like i don't know that i was even really into podcasts like in general like i feel like this uh, you guys had told me that you were doing a podcast and I was like, Oh, okay. That, you know, that sounds like a fun little thing. And then it just led me to going down a rabbit hole. And now I, yeah, I can't fall asleep without listening to a podcast Okay. <laughs> or like, you know, so yeah, now I have a, a rotation and yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it was definitely the first time I was on a podcast. And were you nervous about it? I'm always nervous constantly. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Just in your everyday life, just going to the yeah, grocery yeah, store yeah. or whatever. Just, uh, yeah, it's a level nervousness. You, it's a ba- baseline. <laughs> you told me off mic that you couldn't bring yourself to listen to that episode. Is that still true? Uh, I feel like I've probably listened to it since then. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's been so many episodes, yeah. it's hard to remember. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I can I can listen to episodes that I'm on now. But it, it regardless, even if I like listening to the sound of my own voice, like it still feels somewhat conceited yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent. <laughs> um, uh, but, all right. yeah, no, it's a good time. Well, let's talk about the music. Because I remember, you know, when we started, we sort of – we were we were just kind of like I, it was something that I'd wanted to do, and then when Eric got hired on, like he knew how to do it, and that was like the perfect combination. Uh-huh. And so we kind of started like we were talking about like before we had a name, before we had anything really set, we just wanted to sort of sit down and get it rolling. So we didn't have music, we didn't have you know in between like transitions to different segments music, we didn't have the opening theme, that didn't come in till uh, episode ten. Um, so. Talk me through this because I have, really I have to say in in all honesty I think these themes are great and when I think about like the things I'm gonna miss about doing the podcast there are many many things but like I'm gonna have to just like put this music on a playlist somewhere because I I just love it and the thing is they're all so different that's mm-hmm. that's the thing that every time you send a new one you know even like book news was the most recent. Mm-hmm. It's not like anything else you've ever said. So I just, I fundamentally don't understand how you do well, it. Well, 
yeah, you had you had told me earlier that you wanted to do you know a retrospective and talk yeah. through the music, and I was just racking my brain, kind of like, what what can I even say? Like, I'm not I. Uh, guitar has always been and music in general has always just been like a fun little hobby that I do on the side I don't you know have any aspirations or anything and so any time that I had um, music to come up with it was just a result of me just messing around see see what sounds good Um, that's insane like what are you Beethoven I don't understand you're just like (laughs) sit down and kick out these amazing themes (laughs) I should say that the original theme for this, because you had uh, kicked around the idea of the whole show being Lonely Hearts. We did. Um, And so the original music came with the lyrics to the Lonely Hearts book club theme. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, there was something about the rhythm of that that I think helped me... I don't know. Oh, there, I see. There, I w- there was just like a fun little melody that I was working with, Boy. and I was like, "Oh, oh, that that fits together. That fits together perfectly." And then I, you know, recorded it. I put it in GarageBand, and then I was like, "Oh, you know what? What can I add to this to give it a little more flavor?" Um, and so then each subsequent theme has always been like, you know, how can I shake things? Like I, I, yeah. I like exploring yeah. different. Um, and then even especially, it's especially fun. Like if I can do something like the awards theme and like give it like a little yeah. pomp and yeah. all of the themes I've done in GarageBand and it gives me, you know, an opportunity to play around a little bit and, and, and explore. So I'm still, it, it's still helping me learn, <laughs> but that's, it's, you know, that's yeah, it's, really funny too. I, I completely forgot until you said it just now that that the theme song was just the Lonely Hearts book club. That's why you wrote it. Mm-hmm. And you just mm-hmm. happened to send that instrumental. It was Eric who was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we can just use this as the theme. And then he he cut that little tag at the end to be the ending theme. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. It was always meant yeah. to be that. That's and hilarious. I still have a version of the Lonely Hearts book club theme with the lyrics that I sent to Eric that had like additional harmony and stuff. And he never used it. Oh my so. gosh. Oh my gosh. I'll confront him about it. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, you said yeah. the awards theme, that the fullness of them, that that's, what's always so cool to me. And like the one we played in this episode was all the ages, which we don't get to play too mm-hmm. much. That was one that, um, mm-hmm. that was one that came in really early because I think it was starting with episode 50 Every time we hit a new, like, episode 50 was about the 1950s, episode 60 was about the mm-hmm. 60s, and so oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and like, so we what's needed... the price of mayonnaise? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we needed something to go with that theme, but then when, you know, we hit 100, we were like, well, what are we going to do with that? So now every time we do anything where we're looking back, you know, like we just, we recently did an episode about what mm-hmm. was popular the years we were in kindergarten, that sort of thing. We mm-hmm. pull out that theme. I'm always looking for any excuse to do them. That theme was definitely one that I like wanted to re-record at some point and just like make it a little like, cause I do like it, but I, um, it needed, I don't know. Uh, needed more polish i think i oh but. well i mean disagree because i love it but <laughs> i the the awards theme is you know is is its own i mean again it's just it's like a different genre but i only heard that without words like very recently and it's just oh, so yeah. interesting like the melody <laughs> is just so interesting you know like with without mm-hmm. those words it, it sounds like a completely different song so I don't know. What? Well, just for, for all the listeners out there, <laughs> just to, you know, peek behind the curtain for the um, bookmark theme. Yeah. Like, 
it did not turn out the way I originally intended. The like book, because, book, 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 book. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay. So it was originally going to be just acapella. And okay. And I really like I my uh, I couldn't. Yeah, my pitch. I was a little just a little too pitchy for. <laughs> for I love it. I love how it's solo. sort of like it goes sort of dissonant at the end. You know? Well, uh, that's uh, that was the accident, basically. And See, I'm, no, I I'm, think like, that's perfect, I, though. <laughs> I couldn't figure out, like, the original idea. I was going to have, like, a Lion King, like, high note at the end, like, <laughs> kind of <laughs> <kinda> thing. <laughs> uh, and, and then it came out like that, and I was like, okay, that's, I mean, that's different. It's unexpected. Yeah, So we, it we, is. We'll, we'll go with that. Eric's always... Um, uh, Terrified by the author spotlight theme. <laughs> All I, the books. I, I was going <laughs> going through a dark time. Um, yeah, and that came out. That came yeah, out in the I, art. I yeah, absolutely. I don't really know. I don't really know where that came from, other than yeah, I was just, I guess, picturing a dark room with a single light, yeah. you know, sparking, yeah. and and that's what came out. Well, we've used yeah. we've used the riffs on that one cuz cuz sometimes we'll have a guest who's not an author and so mm-hmm. we'll we'll fade it before it gets to the uh, the author spotlight part or I think Eric's used he's used that as like little cutaways when when we'll do mm-hmm. like smaller things. So that that music's come in really handy. Of course, sexy new book club i mean lives up to its name that's our steamiest uh theme definitely <laughs> bookmark was the one that snuck up on me because that that was back when eric was editing the show and i i would listen you know because especially early on we would say all right next week we're gonna do this thing or we're both gonna watch this trailer or whatever and then we could just completely forget you know so i started like listening so that in case we said something like that like i would remember and bring it up so sometimes i'd bring things up like five episodes later because i only just caught up to that episode so when eric started putting in those the bookmark theme he didn't tell me he was just waiting for me to get there but i was like significantly behind at that point so every week he's like huh huh and i just had no idea and finally he had to just tell me good i'm glad that it was a positive surprise it was yeah and the most recent is book news which is our shortest theme and mm-hmm. the funny thing about that one is you were on the the Eric's birthday episode. What were we talking about? What did we just most recently talk about? Uh, oh, one Star Books. One Star yeah, Books. One yes. Star books. All right. Put a pin in that because I want to get back to that. <laughs> but you just did that one live. Yeah. that uh, And I practiced so much <laughs> and still had a couple of false starts with it. But yeah. That one was uh, just, you know, me and the ukulele. Again, just messing around. I wanted to do something short and snappy. Um, and, yeah, that's what came out. The funny I thing mean, about that one is, like, you'd always, you, you intended to do, like, a, a finished, polished one. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, I like I like that live cut. So we've used the live cut that you did just, like, on the spot in that episode for every subsequent episode. Mm-hmm. So, but we got, we do have something that we have to address as far as one-star <laughs> reviews. Because your one-star uh, yeah. review was that Tim LaHaye... I don't even remember what the series is called. What's uh, it called? Ba- Babylon Rising. Babylon Rising. So this is after the Left Behind series, right? Mm-hmm. He does Post this. Left Behind. And you I had think... read, what, three out of four of the books? Uh, I had read... Yes. Okay. Yes, I had read three out of four. And hated it. I Well, so, I mean, I read the first three when I was probably seventh or eighth grade. Yes. And the first... <laughs> yeah 
Uh, the first two I really did enjoy at the time. Um, and then the third one, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I said this on the podcast back then, but it was just the first time that I remember being like, oh, like, this is not well put together at all. <laughs> <laughs> As a seventh grader. Yeah, yeah. seventh grader. That's golden. The structure of this is Yeah. <laughs> you sound fun. <laughs> um, but no, like, they would have, they had this, like, big climax scene and they treated, like, a, like it was a cliche for one of the characters and like but like oh he's fine and then you turn the page and they're like all mourning this character <laughs> who died apparently between the page um <laughs> anyway so i put it down and didn't even realize there was another book until recently so. yes and so we we covered your your reading of number three in episode 259 one star reviews where you were saying it was just atrocious in the midst of 259 that's when we discovered that there was a fourth book <laughs> And Eric and I were both very insistent that you read that and report back. Have you done your due diligence and read book four? I have done my due diligence. Oh, my gosh. I read all, okay. I don't know, uh, nearly 300 pages of yeah. The Edge of Darkness. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't hate um, that title. It's obvious, <laughs> but I don't hate it. Clearly, it was supposed to be setting up like a further one in this series, but I don't think that they it was successful it at that point. to warrant it. So. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure what all to say uh, about the book other than it um, it got a legitimate one star review. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, on Goodreads. So then. no rebounds. Um, so if 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 anybody wants to peep my Goodreads, you, I wrote probably one of the most extensive reviews that I've ever written. <laughs> it was a masterful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was completely terrible. And honestly, I mean. I mean, it was an interesting exercise and, you know, reading a bad book. Um, I, I really, because, <laughs> um, yeah, that was one of the things you told me on the podcast. Like, oh, you need to read more bad books, man. Because, yeah. like, I, I tend to be weirdly picky. And I, like I said, I have no problem dropping the book if I'm not enjoying it. Yep. So, but That's yeah, I, I, I pushed myself through. And <laughs> I mean, there, there are a couple parts like I was just like, you just kind of have to laugh or scoff or you know whatever. You're just yeah. like, what, what is this? Right. Yeah, I did it. I think the all the book show community owes you a debt of gratitude <laughs> uh, that you were finished that series on our behalf and saved us from well, an otherwise catastrophic thank, reading experience. Thank goodness it was. Yeah not successful it doesn't have another one that yeah. i would eventually have to go read because that's true apparently i do need to know what happens with dr michael murphy you do need to yeah in for a penny <laughs> in for a pound that's what i always say well ben listen it's been great having you on the show every time you've guest started we we look forward to it and we always have a good time with it i love your music i mean i really i really do i i think that that has added a lot to the feel of the podcast and has given it like an identity beyond like what we could have done just sitting here chatting. So I think the music really helped to pull it together a lot and we really appreciate it. And there are other podcasts <laughs> out there, Ben. So I hope this isn't the last time we're podcasting together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, 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 may not be cooking up some stuff. We'll all right. See. All right. Um, can you, can you, uh, can you go out with a little uh, acoustic, all the book show theme for me? Absolutely. Thanks, Ben. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's been a pleasure, and, as always. Until we meet again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, he didn't mention he did that Ice Ice Baby parody. 
Oh my gosh. Did he, we ever share that? I, did we ever make it its own thing or did we play it in an episode? I truly don't remember. Do you still have that? Because I feel like that needs to see the light. Because I'm pretty somehow. sure he mentioned like the characters. Yeah. He mentioned Cowboy Lawyer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Clint McGavin's in there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh Clint my McGavin, gosh. Cowboy Lawyer. Again, pre 100, pre 100 yeah, episodes. Yeah, in the early days. Characters yeah. with intense backstories. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That the was mythology. crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, about, I'm surprised uh, nobody ever wanted to like spin off. We had so many backdoor pilots with these I characters. Know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody well, ever was like, "Hey, we we want you to do a scripted Clint McGavin." Yeah, I wouldn't give up the animation rights. We had some interest, but I just uh, I yeah. felt like we needed to own it. So. You and I couldn't agree on when Clint McGavin was. Yeah, that's right. And I don't you even remember he was a cowboy like during the, the old. Yeah, 1800s. I pictured him as an old West thing. And I thought he's kind of like an old school cowboy figure in a modern yeah, day. Yeah. West. Like wearing the so, bolo ties and like a big white yeah. hats, like going to the grocery yeah. store. Yeah. Like he's still he's still riding horses into the courthouse where everybody's like, why didn't yeah. you just Uber? Yeah. He's like, I don't know much about Uber, but I do know one thing about the law. The law. And that is you can't break it. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Uh, 11 episodes later, we had our first sit-down with the queen of Halloween, Sally Jacoby Murphy. Show me Sally Jacoby Murphy! That's a Family Feud reference. Sally, did you get that? <laughs> I actually didn't get that one, and I'm a little upset about it. I know. Did Did you watch the feud as a child? I did. I... I'm glad that Richard Dawson is not currently hosting, because that man kissed everyone full on the lips. Do you remember those days? That is actually, yes, I do. And yeah. I think I've seen some of his earlier shows are the absolute worst. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, great. I, back, back when I think when, like, cable really expanded, you know, and it was like everybody had a million channels, I fell into a real deep hole of 70s game shows. Did you watch? tracks with what I know of you. Oh, my gosh, sure. Sally. I watched <laughs> so much match game. I watched so much card sharps, you know, <laughs> family feud, you name it. I was all over the the place. What's the one where they have like three contestants and they're trying to convince somebody that they're the real person? Oh, to tell the truth? Yes. Or what's my line, maybe? I think it's to tell the truth. Okay. I've seen like snippets of this, but I've never seen the actual thing. And it's been my list for a while. Yeah. $100,000 pyramid or $10,000 pyramid, depending on inflation. That was also a good time. nice you know i remember that came like i had like a reprise briefly in the mid 2000s i used to watch that it does yeah there, i I'm, i remember the old like dick clark days i think there was a donny osmond phase if i'm mm. not mistaken but i, I could be so i'll have to i'll have to check with the all the books intern on that <laughs> sally this you is the go. this is the penultimate episode of the all the book show so we couldn't bring it to a close without bringing you on Oh, well, I appreciate that. I that know. It makes me very happy and very sad at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I've been, I've been feeling the same way. Now, your first proper appearance on the All the Book Show came in episode 62 for Halloween Now 2. We did the first Halloween episode without you, which in hindsight seems like madness now. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad I was on the second one and yeah. one after that. Well, yeah. It I mean, feels like crazy that it was... I don't know, 62. How many years has that been? Like five? That was, I mean, we started in like August of 2015. So yeah, because we've done six Halloween episodes and five of them with you. So yeah, long, long, long time ago. But if we're being truthful, if we're being accurate, that is not your first notable uh, brush with the All the Book Show. That came episode 30 
uh, Batman v the All the Book Show. <laughs> Sally, do you care to uh, you care to tell the listeners what happened with the Batman episode? Oh, sure. Um, well, I can tell it now because now it's kind of hilarious to talk about. But yes. basically, I was listening to the All the Book Show in mm-hmm. my car mm-hmm. as I was driving to Houghton from uh, my job, yes. and I got in a car accident going <laughs> 55 miles an hour, rear-ended a person because I was so engrossed in what they were going to say about Batman. <laughs> this, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I honestly, I can't think of a more flattering thing for you to say that, like, not only were you interested in the conversation, but but Eric and I successfully got you to care about Batman. I mean... I know. Tru- I, because truly, I mean, for the listeners, we have not necessarily talked about my... Uh, I don't want to say disdain, because I'm not disdain. I'm not a comic book person. Right. And so the fact that I was that into that episode, it says something. Yeah. I mean, I think soon thereafter we watched that uh, penguin <laughs> yeah. sounds terrible that movie that Eric made me watch because he was like you'll like this one it's weird enough you'll like it and I, I kind of did actually you're talking about Batman Returns and yeah I yeah, I think I would agree with him if I was going to show you a Batman movie I think it would be Batman Returns yeah and I had a good time Okay. I didn't have a good time in the hospital where I was laying there still repeating lines from that podcast I... but <laughs> <laughs> but it's hilarious in retrospect that in some small way that probably did affect that car accident. I, I don't. And everybody's fine. I don't. Yeah, that's that's the key. We should have led with that. <laughs> Everyone's <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> I don't think it was. I think it was today that I realized that you were laying in a hospital bed still thinking about Batman. <laughs> that warms yeah. my heart. It echoes in my mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, you go deep with the All the Book show then because you, I mean, you you started, like I said, your first appearance was episode 62. But before that, your connection with the David A. Howe Library goes back even farther because you started doing craft classes when I was really early on the job. Do you remember that? I mean, yeah, I don't, honestly, it's very blurry to me when I started it, but I, that's for many, many years a part of, um, yeah, my work was work doing the cluster, and I I loved it. I loved doing them, and I loved being able to see my buddy on a regular basis. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, and that's, I mean, we did always have fun time with those, and those would always seems like they would frequently fill up. I remember having to like have some spillover classes because we had people who just we had our regulars, you know, who who always wanted to do the classes. So yeah, that was definitely fun. I think episode sixty two where you is where you were officially crowned the queen of Halloween, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, I mean, I, I do think that that's true, my first time. And yeah. I I think I've said this to you before, but I, I've i always wanted to be the queen of Halloween. Oh, sure, yeah. I was never officially crowned until that episode, and yeah. that just meant a lot to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like I well, finally reached the pinnacle of what I've been trying to do my whole life. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to have assisted with that in, in some small way. Do you remember? Do you remember sitting down and recording the episode? I took a picture of it. And I remember that picture, but I don't really remember actually like sitting down and talking. Do you? I mean, I remember recording it. Okay. I'm very nervous because I it was my first time I've ever done anything, you know, yeah. radio or podcast oriented. Um, but I don't remember a lot of what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think we had the last couple of years. We've had a, a theme, you know. We did World War Z last year, and then this year was uh, Stephen King's Christine, which really uh, left a scar, I think, on Eric's <laughs> soul. 
But in the early episodes, I think we really were just sort of talking about like things you liked about Halloween, favorite movies. I remember there was one year where you were sort of like, you know, if you want like slasher movies, this is the way to go. You know, if you want ghosts, this is the way to go. You really laid it out for people. You 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 dug down to the deep, dark recesses of your Halloween heart and, and laid it bare for us all. And I loved doing it. <laughs> I, yeah, definitely. Now, are you the type who you never want to hear this episode or did you listen to it when it came out? Oh, no, I definitely listened to it. Okay. Um, yeah, I think every time I listen to them, it's a little awkward, but I enjoy it, and it does give me a little bit of self-inflation <laughs> for what that's worth. Yeah, well. Uh, but no, I think it's fun, and I mean, I love listening to you and Eric talk anyway, and so it's just kind of cool to be a part of that every once in a while. Yeah, well, we always have a good time having you on, but to be fair, you are not the the most ardent fan of the All the Book Show in the Murphy family, though. Is that correct? That is correct. I mean, that honor would have to go to my brother. Yes. Benjamin Murphy. Shout out to uh, Ben. I truly don't know what he's going to do uh, <laughs> without this show. Because he, like, the, when this show comes out, he listens to it the next day. Wow. Like, every time he puts on his headphones, makes dinner, listens to this show. That's and dedication. And he'll often, like, text me and say, what are, like what what's with this Nick and Eric thing that they're talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't listened to it yet. So. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, maybe they're perennial. Maybe you can go back and just start over again. That's true. Well, um, I <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> maybe he and I could listen to them officially together now. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. You could um, you could find a speed that suits your needs and and yes. and stay up to date on it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you remember a favorite topic that we've had that when you've been on? I mean, so many. Um, I've enjoyed a lot of your interviews. Um, I also enjoy so your wife, Hillary. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> is a good friend of mine, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like she keeps her expertise close to her heart, mm. um, even as a close friend to her. Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. mine. So I have always enjoyed when you've had her on, and I remember her talking about Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Um, and not that I didn't know Hillary knew a lot about that topic, but it's always impressive to hear her talk about it. So Yeah. yeah. What about our Halloween topics? Have you had a favorite Halloween topic we've covered? Well... I mean, I am a slasher fan, so anytime I get yeah. to talk about slasher movies, that's always great. But I've, so both, we've done two of those read together books, yeah. uh, World War Z and then Christine. Mm -hmm. And I liked that because both of those are not genres that I would pick up on my own. Okay. Um, and it's fun to read them with friends just because, and it's fun to dissect them on the podcast because it's just a different way to like look at something mm -hmm. um and it's a different genre of horror than i would usually get involved with so yeah i really love both of those too yeah i love a good book club anytime it's yeah. kind of funny that like i wouldn't when this whole started when you were first on and everything you were doing regular craft classes at the library but now you are a fellow library director at the fred and harriet taylor memorial library in hammondsport how how is you've, you've been there about a year at this point right yep i started last december well, I can't it's, think of a better time to start a new job than during a global pandemic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Perfect. <It is> Although, <laughs> I joke about this a lot with my board members where I, I mean, this has been a very difficult year. Yeah. I've certainly learned a lot and I cannot wait to be able to like really delve in and like do things that I'm excited to do. But I am glad to not be in higher ed <laughs> mm. dealing with college mm -hmm. students. <laughs> yeah. 
that truly sounds like a horror film to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, that that sort of brings us to our, our history together and where it begins, because I was working in higher ed at the Houghton College Library when I hired you as a college student for your first library job. That's right. Do you remember you, those days? Oh, I remember I remember you hiring me very clearly. Yes. I got that call over Christmas break right. and I trudged down in two feet of snow for you to <laughs> quiz me on alphabetizing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I wasn't great at, by the way, so thanks for still hiring me. It was the um, call number system, not just the <laughs> alphabet, okay? I know, but I had to, like, sing it in my head every time, and I feel like you knew. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I mean, those were great days. I, You know, I think we've talked about this before, but I remember that interview really well, too, because, you know, I had a huge stack of, of applications there, and, and I came across yours, and it was Christmas break, you know, and you, you were local, so you were able to come in and do the interview. And we scheduled it, and you're right. I mean, you really did tramp through the snow. It was like, I feel like it was feet of snow. I and think the, it was, yeah. And the thing with those with those jobs, like, because, you know, it's like 10 hours a week, and it's mostly just dealing with students and things. So much of that is really based on, like, personality, you know, and like how, how mm -hmm. I thought someone would fit in with the other student workers and how, you know, they'd be welcoming to someone coming in. So it wasn't really like I had a bunch of detailed questions to ask you. I more needed, like, a sense of your personality. And so I feel like... I got through that really quickly and was like, oh, I like her. People will like her. Yeah. And then I was like, but I made her come through the snow. So how, how can this not seem like a, a total waste of time? <laughs> I think that was your freshman year, too. I, you were there almost yeah. four years. Yep. And you ended up hiring both of my roommates the second year. And I don't even think that you knew that they were no, my roommates. No, no, totally random. It was. It was completely random. They didn't mention it, which I would seem like they would say that. But no, they didn't. They no, didn't. Those were three and a half great years. And I thought that was the end of libraries for I know. me. But you kept pulling me back in. And you even sent me the application for this job. So I knew you'd be good at it. I, Hammondsport's <laughs> like the perfect town for you. I knew you'd love it. With the water and just just the whole vibe, I thought I thought it'd be a really good fit. Yeah, coincidentally, that job uh, is also where I met Eric, and I hired Eric as a student worker in his first library oh job too. So it all, <laughs> so really, the all the book show really started back in two thousand. Oh, what was it? Two thousand nine, right? Was when I hired you. I'm pretty sure it was two thousand nine. My freshman year was two thousand seven. <laughs> seven? Oh my gosh, yeah. that's even older. Wow. Yeah crazy wow yeah so it must have been december of 20 of uh, 2007 yeah yeah i think nuts it was. wow yeah. crazy anyway sally thank you for your uh five appearances on the all the book show it was always something we look forward to having you on the show and uh it was it was a good time every time so thanks for thanks for sharing <laughs> it with us Thanks for having me. This has been a lovely little part of my life, um, and I'm sad to see it close, but I'm really grateful for what you guys have done. Well, thanks. That means a lot. Of course. All right. So long, friend. Bye. You know, I do you think maybe she was trying to spread some of the uh, legal responsibility our way? Oh, you know what? You know yeah. what? See, that's why you need a Clint McGavin, though. You need somebody looking <laughs> yeah. out for you because we I did. A retainer. I did take some of that responsibility, and that that could be a problem. We'll fix that, that editing. Yeah, that's fine. So, but yeah, man, I, I want to know like what we were talking about that was so enthralling. Yes, exactly. That's, I want to hear the moment where she's like, "Go on, I go know. on, bam." <laughs> we should just play it for her and see if she yeah. has some sort of flashback when it happens. Yeah, if she know. has any like PTSD. This is the moment. She's like, ah. Yep. She her her foot starts kicking for the brakes. <laughs> Well, my co-host from 902 and Here We Go and your wife, 
Kendra Mickles first appeared Oop. with us. Kendra, big Oop. glasses. Mm-mm. No, Miss Music Box. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe this will jog your oh, memory. Oh, my co-host on Nineties Music's got me. That's live. right. She first That's, appeared yeah, with us okay. in episode seventy-eight, Sparks Fly. That would be our Neil Sparks episode. No, different. Oh, different. Kendra, it all began with Nicholas Sparks. Do you remember those days? Yes, I do. Where we all Such read. Such a good episode. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, now I have to admit that I read and liked the Nicholas Sparks book. So that was. Uh... Yeah, you haven't regretted it. No, so. I haven't. I haven't. Even though I truly I, I hated the I did movie. You a favor. I think you did. <laughs> Let's. What were the other ones you were on? You were on uh, the Leanne Moriarty. You were on the Broadway. Most recently yes. was the Twilight. Twilight Midnight Sun. Yes. Are yep. you still in your Twilight mode? Are you still watching? I'm, I'm currently rereading it. So you're rereading the whole series. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just rereading Midnight Sun again. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Did you? It's, ever... it's one of those books that's like it's on my nightstand, and if I've had just like a day, I'm like, you know what? I just want to read something. That's okay. like nothing. Wow. And I pick it up. Okay. Yeah. No, I can't remember. When did Nostalgia Me This start? Was it before or after this episode? Was was Sparks Fly like your first podcast sit down or had you already been doing? I think it was. No, I think it was. I don't think I was doing a podcast okay. when I did that episode because I remember being really excited. To be on to the be show? On, yeah, to be on the show. <laughs> Do you remember? I feel like I feel like now's the time that we have to air the dirty laundry that you for this podcast read a YA Catwoman novel. Yes. To do, because Hillary, my wife, had read the Wonder Woman. I read the Superman and Eric read the Batman. So you were going to read the Catwoman and we were going to do the episode. Yeah. And, then, and I read it cover to cover. And we and just we never did the episode. Because it fell at a time where we had like multiple like interviews and superhero things. And we didn't want to do wanna, I don't wanna too hear many superheroes. No, you're, I, you're right. It's I mean, been this, like a year. You're right. This is, <laughs> this is your time. This is your time to to really lace into me about this because we never did well, that episode. You know, I thought the book was fine. Okay. I thought the book was fine. I didn't like Ivy and Harley's relationship. I didn't like Ivy at all. Okay. What they did with her character, but the rest of it was fine. Huh. Well, uh, for my book, the Superman book by Matt De La Pena, I thought it was really weird that they took characters that were basically Lex and Lana and just gave them like different names and had Lex and Lana sort of playing I hate background. It when they do that. Yeah, it was so annoying. Why just, do that? Lex and Lana were in it. They just weren't really primary characters and like they had these weird stand-ins and I didn't understand it at all. So it just kind of I didn't like it. Yeah, That's why weird. did they do something like Chloe Sullivan? <laughs> <laughs> why indeed? Do you, you have like you didn't oh. like that Poison Ivy was like Poison Ivy was just very like um she was she was like nothing. She was just like <laughs> like whatever Harley, let's do whatever you want. She was just like spineless oh. and I thought that that I I hated it. I was like this is not what I think of when I think of Ivy. I think of strong, independent and yeah. she was just like Harley was the her, spoiler alert. Her and Harley are kind of together in okay. it. And Harley was like, we do whatever I say. And she was just like, okay, Harley. Wow. So and that yeah, was a, that I, did, was, I did not like that. That was Sarah J. Mouse, wasn't it? That was kind of a, it was a pretty big name yeah. to get that book. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, Eric and I both read the Lauren Miracle Catwoman book and that too was bad. So maybe Catwoman is just not the one for she this was kind of fiction. Also, I didn't know the character, but uh, who's the, <laughs> you're going to laugh at me. Who's the guy that, that gives Batman all his tech stuff? Lucius Fox. Okay. It was his son was in it and oh. he was a hero. Okay. Yeah, Luke Fox I forget. Batwing. Do you have a favorite all the book show memory outside of the ones that you appeared in? 
I don't know. There have been so many good ones. I mean, I always love the Halloween episodes. Yes. Yep, those are fun. Um, and I loved the ones where you guys read a Christmas book each and, and talked. <laughs> yeah, those killed Eric. But yes, I, I did like those. Yep. I know. But they, but it was good podcasting. Fun. So what are okay. you going to do? So many good memories. Sad Absolutely. Me too. Well, Kendra, thanks for all the episodes that you did with us. Thanks for continuing to do 9021 Here We Go with me every week. Yeah, yeah we'll keep we'll keep that going. That's right. Okay. Well, thank, thanks for having me. Thanks, Kendra. Bye. Hi. Who was that? Hey, sorry she's like that. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I'm used to it. Episode 85 is another big first for us. That was the author visit uh, and our first live audience with the episode where we interviewed Julia Spencer Fleming. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. I know you weren't. And it was, but, but we did have like a cardboard cut out of your face that she yeah. talked to. So it really, in my memory, you were there because you got a mm-hmm. lot of play in that episode. So right. some of your funniest jokes, yeah. I think, were in that episode, actually, now that I think. Well, about. you know, I'm I'm big into puppet humor. So being yeah. able to enter that world. Yeah, is, it makes sense. Is, is great. It totally makes sense. Oh, you know what? We should have we should have seen what Kendra thought about beating Hillary to guest star on the podcast, because my wife, Hillary Gunning, didn't show up on the podcast until episode 83 when we talked. Do you remember? Uh, that was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. All right, Hillary. All right, so what? We're in uh, 20... Is that 2017 or 2018? Uh, yeah, May 28, 2017. Wow, 2017. Yep. Same year as Logan. Yep, episode 93, Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, uh, well, we've got Hillary as a guest as well. Paging Hillary Gunning. Hillary Gunning here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I fully did not expect you to commit to a bit. So I, <laughs> I know that was special for the penultimate episode of the All the Book Show, so I thank you for that. Hillary, you're one of our most regular recurring guests. Did you know that? No, I didn't. It's true. How many times? You made the cut. Uh, boy, how many times? Let's see. I mean, you were on the... You on start Wonder Woman. We started on Wonder Woman, I did, yep. I know I did. I did Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. I did Captain Marvel. Yep. Is that it? No, because we did the Aletha Martinez interview. Oh, right. Not too long ago. Mm-hmm. For, I feel like there's a fifth, but I honestly can't I, remember. I don't know. I was a little surprised then, uh, and I am continue to be surprised now every time you agree to be on a podcast. <laughs> Well, I have my own podcast now, well, so I'm I, used to it. I, that's, yeah. I mean, do you remember the Wonder Woman episode? I remember that I was very nervous. You I, were? That was the first time I'd ever that's done hilarious. anything like that. That's what everybody's saying. Yeah, it was, yeah. I remember because, like, I'm terrible at just plucking things out of my brain. Yes, yeah, well, so you'd ask we've been me married questions. a long time, I remember. You'd ask me questions, and I'd be like, what's Wonder Woman? Where am I? Yes, and you'll notice uh, in this episode so far, I have not asked a single question. Just no, because... every time. Every time you do, I'm like, have you met me? What yeah, are you doing? I know. I've learned. I've learned my lesson. I feel like the one you were most critical of was Captain Marvel because if hmm. you didn't, you weren't super into the movie the first time we yeah. watched it. Yeah, that's and true. And after like Avengers Endgame and, uh, mm-hmm. and rewatching it, you're, you're like more, you want to set the record straight about the Captain Marvel film? Yeah, well, I, only because I, I saw it a second time and really enjoyed it that time. I think just knowing already what my complaints about it were. I could just enjoy watching her be yeah. a live action person, which right. is awesome. So yeah. yeah, I just, I like it the second time uh-huh. better. I mean, the Wonder Woman episode was fun because, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Wonder Woman fan and I feel like it wasn't really until you sat down and started recording that you realized how much you had to say about Wonder That's Woman. That's definitely true. You know? Yeah. Because I remember in the lead up for that, I was like, well, just talk about it. We'll just talk about the comic books we've read and the movies and stuff. Yeah, and well, you... because I've never felt like Wonder Woman was like 
a particular interest for me. And yeah. like I really loved the movie. Right. Because, you know, what it is for like women oh, sure. viewers and stuff. But yeah. yeah, I've never thought of myself as a Wonder Woman fan or yeah. anything, so I didn't think I really had anything to contribute. But you did. You know what? X Men. Do we say X Men? Because you did an X Men oh, special. Yeah? That's the. Yeah. I think that maybe is the one that we were forgetting. That's probably it. But and that sort of led. No, you were already doing previously I on X Men. I don't X-Men. remember what the order. You was. were. You were already doing previously on X Men with Eric by the time that started. That's right, because we were like guests of. The That's right. Previously yeah. on X Men. Yeah. It's funny how it's worked out that Kendra Mickles and I have a podcast together. You and Eric have a podcast together. Yep. Eric and I have a podcast but together. I don't have one with Kendra. And you don't have one with me. And I don't have one with Just you. every once in a while. Yeah. You know. And now Eric and Kendra even have a podcast That's together. Right. So I feel like the All the Book Show is kind of like a spin-off machine in the vein <laughs> of like All in the Family or something uh-huh, like that uh-huh. because <laughs> it all started right here and then things just keep like going on and on. You're so right. Anyway, um, we're gonna we're gonna venture into uncharted territory because I do have a question for you. Don't don't do it. I well, do you? Can don't you, ask me if I have a favorite episode or something. Let me just consult my notes. <laughs> Uh, Is that what you were gonna? Ask? I was gonna. I guess I was gonna ask if there was if there was an episode that stood out in your mind or or an interview that stood out in your mind something something that you've oh, enjoyed, man. not the ones you were on, not the ones I was on. Yeah, um, I really liked well, the one where you kind of walked us through like the new classics of uh oh of yeah literature. yeah yeah i thought that was really cool i thought it was i was pretty impressed actually how that worked out oh well thank you yes did a good job that was one that eric came up with and it ended up being so much like that was i feel like that was the heaviest research that we've ever done for the show oh, because yeah? it's well it's just hard you know it's hard to pluck it out of the air because you can't just go with things that were bestsellers for a long time there right. were things even now that were bestsellers for you know a year or two years mm-hmm. that people it was just kind of a blip so right. sales is not always the thing mm-hmm. and sometimes something will bomb early on but then we'll pick up steam later so do you think you do you think you called it right like now that it's passed a little bit i i mean i've certainly made poor predictions in the past but i do feel like the list we came up with mm-hmm. in that episode is pretty solid so i guess we'll have to see we'll put that one in the time capsule yeah. and see <laughs> how that shakes out but um yeah i like that episode too interviews were the, did you have a favorite interview i like the steve Englehart one i thought that one's fun oh, i yeah. really enjoyed the one with um what's his face steve Englehart was a batman day interview we did but we ended up talking a lot about green lantern because that's what i was reading at the time yeah that was i liked that one i thought that was yeah he was, was really fun. thoughtful you're right I think the uh, the comic book authors that you've that you've interviewed they tend to be more thoughtful and like have yeah, more to say I know about what you mean. their process yeah. than the regular authors that, for whatever reason. I agree that that has been a real surprise to mm-hmm. come across just just how like thoughtful and 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 like you're saying like thoughtful and in depth yeah. their process is to get to the I point. I think that you've done enough of both uh, kinds of writer. That it's a noticeable difference. It like, is. I would, I would, I would do a study on that. I know, right? <laughs> they, the interviews do tend to go in a different direction. Yeah. So, I feel like the one that you were most shocked about, and probably because I woke you in the middle of the night uh, to tell you this, was when Michael Nesmith of the Monkeys. Oh my gosh, I forgot about to that. do the podcast because I had email. Well, I called. That was unbelievable. I called and like got through, and then I I'd emailed, and they're in you know California or something, so the time was different. But something woke me up in the night, and I just checked my messages, and I was I was like, oh, I should check and see if I got an email, and I got that email saying, yeah, Ness would love to do the podcast, and I was floored Just i was completely Michael shocked Desmith on your podcast so I, <laughs> and i don't even remember if i told you that i was trying to do that or not i don't think so but i don't think so but yeah i mean i just woke you up cold in the night and we're like mike nesmith is gonna do the all the book show and you were just like what 
Oh, you're like, like putting your glasses on being like, what is happening? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that was a shocking yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good one. I like yeah. that. That okay. was really fun to listen to. I really liked that one, how you didn't even really talk about music. It was just having this like literary discussion with a music legend. No, we didn't talk about music at all. That was the interesting. I think, honestly, I think that's why he did it. Because yeah. like I, I read the book, though I read the book very quickly because they mm-hmm. said they, the turnaround time was really fast yeah. and I had just gotten my copy. But I said, well, just stick to the book. And I really think that's why they mm-hmm. agreed to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Yeah, it was probably fun for him to be able to talk about. Well, in, in like his people, you know, afterwards said that that he enjoyed it because he just didn't get a lot of opportunities to really just talk about his writing, mm-hmm. you know, which mm-hmm. was which was the point. Like they, they were starting to do book clubs and things based on he's got some novels and he has some narrative um, albums that are both narrative and music that mm-hmm. go together. But I yeah, I think they just really appreciated that it was strictly we just treated him as an author. Yeah. So it's cool. It was pretty exciting. That yeah. was that was one of the more exciting things that we've got to do. For real. Yeah. Well, Hillary, thanks for agreeing every time I've asked you to be on the podcast and oh, for so uh, doing this little blurb right now. Yeah, I one more to. to go. Isn't one it crazy? Oh, it's ending. I'm I know. sad. I'm sad about it. All right. Well, I mean, you've already mentioned your other podcast, but where can people listen to you? If you want to listen to Hillary and Eric, you can go to Previously on X Men. Yes, wherever you get your yeah, podcast. Yeah, I think if you just if you just search Previously on X Men, you'll podcast yeah, probably you'll right. find us. And you guys we're are at a, on Twitter. We're at Previously on X. When I first saw that, I was like, "Previously Onyx, what does that mean?" Previously, on what is the X. next? What is the next stage of evolution for Onyx? I wonder. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> Sorry. So you guys are you guys are what are you doing next? You're doing. We're doing the Logan movie. You don't particularly like the movie Logan. I no, that's not fair. Okay. I mean, I've only seen it once. I did really like it. Yeah. It's just incredibly violent. Very stabby. So much stabbing. It's stab heavy. Stabbing and yes, slashing and chopping. Yes, it is. It's a lot of that. Okay. It's a lot of that. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard It's hard for me to engage with, yeah. but I do like it. Okay. Like, I, if it were less with the stabbing, yeah. I'd probably... If you, you're giving too much away. I'm sorry. Go, go find Hillary and Eric on Previously on X-Men. Hillary, thanks again for taking this one more journey with us here on the All the Book Show. Thank you, Nick. All right. <laughs> uh, it's true. She doesn't love it when I ask her questions on that podcast either. <laughs> And there's only two of us, so yeah. who else am I going to ask questions it's for? It's true, yeah. It's it's her, but, her or David Hayter, yeah. I guess you got to do. Yeah, she's uh, she she's patient. Yeah, on that episode. Good. It's funny because yeah, she doesn't. She says she doesn't have anything to talk about with Wonder Woman, and then she did. Yeah, had plenty to talk about Captain Marvel, and yeah. always has plenty to say on previously on X Men. Yeah, all you got to do is once once the microphone once you start the interview once people forget the microphone's there that's it's fine true. yeah speaking yeah. of interviews our first remote interview came in episode 132 where we interviewed elizabeth elo elizabeth elo who we i had just read her book north of boston and we did that for a book club she's the reason you're a vegetarian and I, that's true that is true that's absolutely right i have been kind of leaning yeah. that direction and that not book, that you ate a lot of whale before no i didn't no but that book was all about like the whaling industry and it just was like yeah why are we doing this animals? I just don't. Yeah. And that really was the thing that like pushed it over the hump. You're right. I forgot that. Mm. She, wow. she came back. She was, she's one of our few repeat author interviews, her and David Dvorkin, yeah, I think. For a sequel. Yeah. Uh, to talk about um, finding Katarina M both good books. I enjoyed both of those quite a bit. So check mm-hmm. those out. Uh, the travelogue episode I mentioned, that was episode 180. That was the first one that we had like put together from multiple sources. Like we recorded that all across, you know, we did. Yeah, that was a mess. (laughs) It was fun though. I mean, it really, it turned out cool. Uh, Let's see. Our first episode recorded remotely. So after, after you moved on episode 242, poetry month, long way down. 
where Malika Costa, who had joined us oh, for yeah. many poetry months. I know. Before I that. remember being slightly bitter because I don't like talking poetry. Yeah. And so I, like, I was no longer there in the yeah. first episode yeah. as a volunteer yeah. as a poetry one. I was yeah, like, that's oh, true. God. I know. Yeah. Yep. Well, that one yeah. was funny because we had already we had sort of planned ahead of time that you weren't going to be there. We recorded a whole thing yeah. when you were still in the and library of like you going to get me up. No, I gave you the option because we were doing long way well, down. To be fair, yeah. To be fair, the it was going to be remote with you and Malik anyways right. because of COVID. Yeah. So yeah, that was it wasn't like the two of you sitting at a table and like, hey, let's yeah. call Eric up and make him talk poetry. Yeah. And so since you already read the book and we were going to be remote anyway, yeah, you just remoted in. Yeah. And then finally, the last episode that we recorded face to face was episode two forty four, Animorphs at Last. So the Malik episode came out yeah. earlier. But the Animorphs episode was the one we actually recorded on your second to last day. And it yeah. was kind of, I mean, it was kind of, a, I, I mean, I felt emotional. I don't know. I don't know about your emotions, but it was. Uh, Animorphs will do that to you, man. It's yeah, hard talking about those kids becoming adults that's way too fast. But we kind of had saved that one. Like we'd been planning on doing that. Yeah. And then when we knew that, you you know, you were going to be winding down, like actually being there, we saved that one to be the last thing that we did. So that was fun. That was a do fun way remember? to go out. It was like. It was like we had only just started. We were maybe like two episodes into all the books. And I was like, we should do an Animorph podcast yeah. where I've read them all. And yeah. you're reading them for the first time. Yeah. It's a 30-minute episode podcast. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then I looked. And an Animorph podcast had just started like two weeks before that. Yeah. And now there's like 30 of them. Well, it's kind of the same with our with our name, the All the Books show. Because there's, yeah, you know, there's, like, a, there's a Book Riot podcast called All the Books. And it started like within weeks of each other so we 10 episodes before us yeah so like when we, we had just when we vetted the name like it must have just been too soon it just didn't it just didn't pop up mm. when we were looking so we didn't find out until we were already pretty settled in and we talked many times like over the years about finding a new name but i think it's probably just more me than you i just have felt after really we had enough it. yeah after the uh the author interviews I was like well yeah yeah, there was a moment where we You're really... welcome, Book Riot, for yeah. all the mistakes. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's true. There was a time when we were really... What if... We were really, like, we're coming up what with if... another name and we're ready to transition. And then yeah. we just, like, the numbers kept going up and we were just like, we cannot change yeah. this now. You should become uh, the Steve Buscemi character from uh, The Wedding Singer <laughs> about the, about all the book shows. Like, oh, all yeah. right, the, uh, the other podcast. <laughs> They're the other podcast. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm all for that. The best man. <laughs> I know we talked a little bit about this a while back, but when when you first you know when you first let us know that you were leaving the David A. Howe Library, and we knew that we had to sort of like stock up on some of the all the book show, that was like the most elaborate planning for this show that like we've ever done because I feel we like had stopped up a few between like new year's eve there were yeah. ones where we would record like four episodes beforehand and those yeah. kind of broke me yeah it's like i've been editing these for weeks i know <laughs> i looked like the old lady from titanic yes but the thing with this one was that we even recorded them like out of sequence because some we had to yeah. do like some of the author interviews were tied to a really specific date some of the like themes were, were calendar related and so it's like we had to keep being like all right it's this week it's next week it's this week you know and I remember when we were doing the Justina Ireland interview, we did that one, and then you were still reading her books or something, and you said that you were starting it, even though in the other one you'd said you'd already finished it, and you were like, "I've just created, I've just created a plot point." I know, yeah. <laughs> I remember even mentioning that, like, uh, listeners, you might notice. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, you're like I'll leave that to you to exactly. untangle the <laughs> the anachronism I yeah. just made. Yeah, it's it's basically uh, we're we're like Fox. Yeah. We're like Fox releasing a, a TV show out of or yeah, we're like the first true. season of uh, Futurama of Happy Endings. Okay, yep, Happy or Endings. Futurama. Yeah. And then since then, you know, like the Animorphs was the last one we had in the can, and that was April. So for the last like six or seven months, it's been all quarantine. So like, you know, we likely would have been doing this remote anyway, but. Yeah, that's that's why, as you mentioned, and when we first started talking about this, like a lot of the interviews have just been me solo or whatever, just because like logistically it's difficult to to figure that out. But here we are, two seventy four, the penultimate episode. Yeah. Oh, I as do... you said, like two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. It's I didn't even yeah. like we did not plan it this way, but it looks like uh, with two seventy five will actually be technically in the feed will be number three hundred, which is pretty cool. Wow, it's pretty cool. You know, when when we first started talking about this, like like I said in the episode that first came up, I was sort of like going back and forth of uh, being like, yeah, yeah, we can, uh, you know, we can wind it down and that'll be fine. And then thinking like, but then we won't do it anymore. You know, like it just I've been sort of at war about it because like it's hard, you know, it's it it is it's difficult to like endings are always difficult. And I just feel like this life has changed like so much over the past like five plus years that the fact that like we've been sitting down like across from each other either at the table of my office or the monday club room or wherever uh or you know over skype as we are right now every single week you know for over five years it's really it's strange it's strange to think that we won't be doing that anymore yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> i guess no, after five years you expect <laughs> sorry hold on no I... I guess it's funny. You for five years you still haven't picked up on you've been recording with a robot. No, I. Uh, yeah, no. I was thinking about that today. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish a couple of books and nobody's gonna know what I think about them. Honestly, I thought the same thing. Like about you know the yeah. bookmarks and stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm that's... like, how am I gonna tear this author a new one? I'm actually kind or of sing curious. the praises of this one. I'm curious to see if it will slow my reading down at all because there has been many many weeks where i was like i have to oh, finish this i can't say that i'm still reading this book when we start the next episode there's been many times when that's been the case so i wonder if i'll slow down i don't think so yeah. i think i'm in the zone now but that was me yeah. at the beginning of the podcast oh i gotta finish it i gotta do like a book a week yeah and after a while i'm like i can't do this yeah. listeners are gonna have to see how real it is this yep. is what it's like listeners yeah yeah, I mean, I, the truth is, this has just been one of my favorite parts of the week, you know, for, for over five years now. It's just something that, like, I feel like we've recorded this podcast in times where, where like, things have been super stressful or, like, when we're busy or when we're sick. A couple times when we were not getting along and still had to that is, that is true <laughs> do a podcast yeah together i don't know how much i don't think we ever there was passive aggressivism but there was definitely there's a good thing we didn't film all the episodes <laughs> because true. there were a lot of things where like i was like yeah that's a great point nick but my face was like as, as fallen as i as honestly i don't I really don't think so because there's been, yeah, I mean, because, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I remember was, hitting stop record and then slamming my laptop closed. I'm like, I'm not scared. I want to lunch. Wow. That's, that's more than I was going to say, but uh, no, I mean, there's definitely been times just like in the course of, of working together and everything that, you know, we've, we've hit those moments. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, Stephen King doesn't need an editor. <laughs> Go to hell. It was a Paul Simon. I don't. Uh, I never thought that. But... 
we were able to do our free our free show in the park, and yeah. then once that's over, yeah. I never want to see your face in the Monday Club room again. No, it seems like I and listen. I think that's been at least for me. That's only been a handful of episodes that I can truly think of where I was like genu- genuinely upset. But I can feel you like tell episodes are our let it be. <laughs> yeah, I feel like no, like when when the mics turn on, we can just like settle right back into the rhythm, and that's something yeah. that like you know I've always yeah. enjoyed. And and like I said, I even when things were super stressful, this this has been like an hour per week that I know that I'm going to have a good time. Like there's been many times where I've been like, I I just don't, I can't, I don't feel like I can record today. Like I'm in a bad mood. I'm tired. I just don't want to do it, you know? And then we start and by the end, like I'm feeling good. So I'm, uh, I'm thankful for all the listeners who have stuck with us for all these years. I'm thankful for you, Eric, for doing this for all these years. I just think it's been a, I just think it's been a great experience. And it sounds I'm... like somebody's forgetting the night we watched Ridiculous Six and then recorded. Okay, well, an that was a terrible episode. <laughs> Watching the Ridiculous Six was a terrible experience. Another really late <laughs> one we did. Well, we did one pretty recently that was like after midnight. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I can't remember what episode. I don't remember what episode it was either. You and... texted me. What if we just do it now? I was like, all right, I'm yeah, up. Yeah, well, I'm gonna geez, be I knew you hours. were going to be up. Yeah. And I remember the Spencer Confidential one we recorded after watching the movie Spencer Confidential, Confidential. with you and me yes. and Hillary and Kendra. That yes. was uh, that was super late too, where we were all like, "Do we do it?" And finally, we did. Yeah, and dare say, all a little grumpy in that episode too. A little, but I think I think the end result Again. was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to some of our recurring guests on the show. Some who appeared today, some who didn't. Uh, they include Bo Hutchings, who's joined us for three Christmas episodes so far. Uh, of course, Hillary Gunning that. of previously on X Men, Kendra Mickles of Nine Hundred Two One. Here we go. Uh, our friend Sally Jacoby Murphy, the Queen of Halloween, director of the Fred and Harriet Taylor Memorial Library. Our old pal Amy Kuhn, who joined us on several episodes to judge books by their covers using yeah. her artistic skills. She mm-hmm. also created all of the uh, publicity and the logo for my very first summer reading program here at the David A. Howe Public oh, Library. Yeah. Malik Acosta, who has joined us for uh, poetry and other uh, special episodes throughout the run. Mm-hmm. Children's librarian Kate Miller, who has reluctantly sat down and... Oh, my word, yeah. (laughs) Our only two recurring author interviews were Elizabeth Elo and David Dvorkin. Mm -hmm. David Dvorkin, we talked Star Trek first. And in that episode, he mentioned working at NASA. And so Mm -hmm. for the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, we got him back on the show and talked about his time at NASA, which was just insane. So that was a ton of fun. Well, I mean, him and I kind of talked about Gotham season five on Twitter. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, you did. (laughs) You did. That was in the middle. You, you're busy talking about the historic moon landing. I'm yeah. like, boy, Gotham season five yeah. stump. He's he was like, right yeah, there what with the heck? You. He was right there with you. Really got away from him, didn't you? And you're like, yeah, what was the moon landing like in yeah. person? It's like, what's the deal with doing no man's land, but not doing no man's land? Yeah. Here, That's, here. That is how I remember it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been it's been a good long run. I'm I'm excited that we got one more in it. I think we're gonna. I think you keep gonna... saying five years, but I mean, oh, I guess it is. It was August. It was August. Yep. Yeah. All right. So five years and some now. change. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's been a long. Oh yeah, because we have six Halloween. We have Halloween now one through six. That's yeah, the Halloween's how confusing. I... Yeah. 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 That's how it so. works. All right. Well, my friend, we got one more episode. Are you excited about it? It depends on what you've got what you've got lined up i've so. got a. I mean we i think we got to go out the way we started with the lonely hearts book club yeah all right it doesn't it's, whatever doesn't that seem like the is. only way it 
may just be a forgotten Robert Campbell novel. So we'll see. All right. I guess I'm a bit worried. We'll see so. how it goes. Yeah. Um, remember, right. you can always uh, you can catch Eric and I over on Comic Book Coffee Break as part of the Radio Meanwhile Network. We dropped a, an episode into the feed so you can listen to the audio version. Uh, you can also catch me regularly uh, on 902 and Here We Go with Kendra Mickles. And Eric, where can people listen to your lovely voice outside of the All the Book Show? You can go to radiomeanwhile.com to find podcasts. The primary ones are 90s Music Got Me Like and Previously on X-Men be the, the one. So if you haven't had enough of me talking about X-Men on this podcast, <laughs> talk about it even more on that one. Do you talk about uh, Jurassic Park or Animorphs over there or no? I've mentioned Animorphs once or twice during uh, the X-Men one because I felt like it was a slight transition. Yeah. Like, Animorphs kind of got me ready for comic book mythology yeah. and, like, like long-time lore yeah. and everything. But yeah. I don't think I talk Animorphs too much on 90s music got me like. Hmm. But you know what? When we talk about Fly by uh, Sugar Ray, I'll have things to say. you have a Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in for these last five years. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope you'll join us next week for the final episode of the All the Book Show. We'll see you then. Play us out, Smarticus. Uh, actually, Ben Lehman plays us out. Okay, well, could you just play something? Uh, no, that's not my job. I think we've been very clear. We've spoken to HR about this. Right. I, I understand. Did you bring anything? You don't I'm have not going to gonna stand for this. Ben! We're just asking you to do one thing ben, for us. Ben, play the music! No, Ben... <laughs>